Welcome to Cage Minds. I'm your host, Micah Frankel, and today we got a good one lined up for you. Fight week for LFA 89, and joining us on the phone right now, Abdul Kareem Al-Sawadi, going to be making his LFA debut. Sir, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Going to be taking on Connor Cuppy. You're a lightweight champion from... The Brave promotion, you've had that kind of championship caliber experience, and now you're coming over to the LFA. So i got to first off ask you, how do you feel about uh, starting a new chapter with a new promotion? Oh, this is awesome. Uh, you know, I, I live in the States here in Dallas, Texas, but I fought all my fights in the Middle East. That's where my name is really at. And, um, you know... Every t- I always have my fans here that are always asking they want to watch me fight. But, you know, I'm always fighting the Middle East. And now I get to finally fight here in the States, but it's a no-fans event. But, you know, I'm still excited. I've been to, you know, almost all of the uh, LFA events here in Dallas. You know, I'm always there with my team, Fortis MMA. Well, you know, we're always out here together. We support each other in the fights. Um, and but But I'm excited. You know, I'm really excited to start right here with LFA, you know, it's a big promotion here in the States, and uh, I'm excited. You said you normally fight in the Middle East. Is it nice to not have uh, a long journey of travel before a fight now? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. I mean, usually right now is like Wednesday, Tuesday. There's like a lot of stuff I'll be doing there. I would actually be there like three days ago. And then you can try to get over the jet lag and all of that. So, yeah, it's it's definitely nice to just have, like, a quick two-hour flight. What have been Whether some of... Before, I used to have, like, 20, 20 hour flights, 20-hour trips. So that one's a plus. Uh, what else has been some pluses for this camp here? Getting to stay there in Fortis, not having to travel? Yeah, some of the pluses, you know, like, just with COVID and all, you know, things were all, everything was unknown. Uh, but you know, I was always, you know, I was always in shape. I was always training. I just got this fight actually like 10 days ago, but I've actually been, uh, planning in my head that I was going to fight in July. July didn't come through. So I was like, okay, just keep preparing for August. And then, you know, this fight came out of nowhere. Um, you know, I was even willing to do, you know, 160, what doesn't matter, but I guess Connor, um, you know, he's heavy. Maybe, I don't know. So 165 would be better for him. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's let's make the fight happen. And what do you think of this opportunity? What do you think of the matchup? I think it's a, it's a great opportunity, you know, especially during times like these, you know, where, where not everyone's getting a fight. You know, there's not a lot of promotions. Actually, all I could think of is LFA and UFC that are doing events. And even LFA, you know, they'll do like the four events and then they'll pause and four events. So it's like... I'm, I'm really happy with the opportunity to fight. And then with the matchup, you know, uh, Connor's a solid guy. He's pretty tall, which uh, I'm not I'm not shocked. You know, I always fight tall people. He has like a karate stance, but, you know, he uses a lot of his jiu-jitsu. Like his, his wins are usually from his uh, grappling. So it's a nice matchup because I do the same. Uh, I don't really have a game plan. You know, like an actual fight plan or where I want to keep the fight. I just like to go in there, you know, see where the fight is better at that time. Just just the, the most things that I have similar in all of my fights are aggressiveness and blood. And blood. You, you like to make them dirty? Yes. 
Yes. Is it your fight style, or what would you say leads to fights looking like that, coming out to be those kind of wars? Man, I don't know. I, I think it's just, it's just like the the passion I have for fighting. Like I take it as like it's a it's a it's a fight, you know, till the death. The aggressiveness with the punches, the knees, the elbows, the kicks, the you know, just all of that. I guess in the end leads leads to that blood. I know you're happy to be getting in there. Ten days notice, though. Would you have wished there was a little bit more notice for your U.S. debut, just so you could maybe promote it a little bit more? Just believe it or not, no. Because, you know, I've had a lot of my fights, you know, like two months notice, three months notice. And to be honest, it kind of takes a toll on you sometimes. Because like I told you, you know, I've been training. I've been training really hard as if I've had a fight, you know. So, you know, if I'd known before, it just would have added that I I know I have a fight. But my training would have been the same. Uh, So I actually like this more where, you know, you're training without stress. You know, you're just chilling, you're enjoying your training, then all of a sudden you got to fight while you're ready. And yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just excited for this. Have you prepared yourself for how extreme of a difference this is going to be going from the brave atmosphere to fighting during COVID for the first time where it's going to be an audienceless arena? I mean, I've, I've fought in, 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 a, in like a similar situation before. Uh, not in Brave, but for another event, it was like a you know, reality show and stuff. So, so it's nice, you know, believe it or not, you know, even watching the most recent fights, you know, fights get more aggressive because the fighters have less nerves going in the fights. You can actually hear your corners more, you know, for me, even though I always fought in front of fans too, I would block it out and try to imagine there was no one there. So just having no one there makes it, you know, easier, I guess you could say, you know, just really excited for this, for this opportunity to come, for this fight day to come, you know, I just, I just hope, you know, that, you know, my opponent and his team, they pass all their, you know, medicals and they make the way and they just show up, you know, let's put on a show for everyone at home. With it being your introduction to the LFA, does that make you want to kind of put on a show? Definitely. Um, I, you know, I, it's, it's my first fight in the States. So, uh, I definitely do want to make a statement here. Like, you know, um, here I am. You know, I want everyone to know me after this fight. Or at least, you know, just just have my name out there more and more. We know that the fight game is based on opportunity. You fighting overseas, is that where the opportunities had been for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I started. And then, you know, I made a big name for myself there. You know, the pay over there was really well. And the sponsors from there started coming very well. I, I was fighting on tv over there and just you know that's where my origins are from like my family so it was really it was like it was helping a lot that i had you know one of the best camps in the world here in the states but again i would fight over there was there any sense of hesitation because your your main card but there's a little bit of almost starting over with going to another promotion and fighting in a different country isn't there yeah but you know honestly i don't care with the way things have been i just wanted to fight you know yeah if the, if the tv if the, if the fight was on tv it wasn't on tv undercard in the backyard you know it doesn't really matter for me i just i just really needed to get my fix you know i just really need to get my fight fix what when did you find martial arts and mma 
So I've been into MMA all of my life, you know, with my father. He was a karate kyokushin black belt back in the day when karate was actual karate. And then, then he used to watch the UFC when it first started. And I'd always watch with him. You know, he just built that in me where, like, you know, I'm going to be a fighter one day. And it just all, everything led to another until, uh, and I was always an athlete. And then I, when I moved with my family in Jordan, like 10, 12 years ago, I spent like six years there. While I was just going to different gyms to just, you know, train, lift some weights, you know. I seen a Muay Thai gym over there and I got really interested. I was like, oh, what's this? And then, uh, oh, this is Muay Thai, you know, punches, kicks. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Can I can I join? They're like, yeah, you know, put, put, put some gloves on. And it was like, I walked in there and I started sparring from the first day. And I was like, man, I love this. I got punched a couple times. Kid, I was like, man, this is awesome. I, I need this in my life. So I started training really hard and then I just started winning, you know, like, events after events uh amateur events then years later got into mma and just built myself from there some uh, some fighters you know they have problems explaining it to your family but with your uh, your father's karate background was it easier explaining to them kind of that you wanted to be a fighter oh i didn't have to explain to him at all i was actually nervous when i told him but then he was like, oh, that's perfect. You know, this is what we've been waiting for. That's awesome. And this is actually going to be in the, the first fight that my dad isn't there uh, in the corner. So uh, he's actually always there with me. Uh, how, did, how does that make you feel? Does that feel different for you? Not really. I mean, I, I haven't really thought about it, you know. Uh, just because I'm just really focused on this fight, you know. And he's going to be there with me in the heart, you know, just like how in the actual fight, he's not in the cage with me. I'm the actual person in the cage. I have to do the fight. So it's nice to have him there fight week, you know, but, but even if he's not, then, you know, this is a job that has to be done and, and there's no, no problem with that. Right now, a lot of guys are MMA fighters. Do you feel like you're an MMA fighter or did you have a, a specific base that you built off of? Yeah, I mean, I started with some striking, like Muay Thai, and then got into jiu-jitsu and wrestling, and then um, connected them all. But I see myself, my, my, my best strength is connecting all of these together, you know? And then we're looking forward to seeing you in your LFA debut at LFA 89. Are you expecting to try to keep this one on the feet or play it out as it comes to you? Man, like I told you, I'm going to take this fight wherever it needs to be taken you know um you know but 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 from the way i see you know my style his style is going to be all over the place like it's it's going to be all over the place with 10 days notice how much uh were you able to look into con really my my main focus was just on me just making sure my preparation went well um that i'm ready weight weight is not an issue for me because I usually fight at 155. My, my Actually, my last fight was 145. So, yeah, weight, weight was not an issue for me. It's just about, you know, getting there safely. Is it almost a relief when you hear that? Oh, and it's a catch weight, and you're like, I don't have to cut all kinds of crazy weight? Cool. That was actually one of the biggest motivators for me to take this fight on, on that 
you know, short notice. Because, I mean, you could make the weight, you know, you could always make the weight, but it's about making it and still being healthy and all of that. So, yeah, definitely. And you had already mentioned you're there in Dallas, Texas at Fortis MMA. Tell me about your thoughts on the gym and that amazing team you train with. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good team. Lots of solid guys. You know, you have everything over there. You got orthodox guys, southpaws, strikers, jiu-jitsu guys, wrestlers, guys that are just good all around. So it really helps, you know, for all of my past fights. Every single time, you know, you'll find a different group of partners that will be better for you for that camp. Were there a lot of gyms or was it an easy decision choosing where you were going to move, who you were going to train with? There, there were a lot of gyms, but, you know, after I... Fortis MMA was maybe the fifth gym that I visited in Dallas to like before I actually picked it. But once I went to Fortis, I was like, oh, that's it. You know, this is the place I want to be at. And, uh, you know, I had to coach, I had to talk with Coach Safe. From then and on, you know, I've just been fighting for the team, supporting the team when guys have fights. So, yeah. And how long ago, how long have you been there and all? Uh, four years. So you've got to see a lot of the growth, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, I've been with Coach Safe before Florida's opened. And what has it been with uh, Coach Safe that you've really uh, liked his style? You know, he's just he's just brutally honest. You know, he'll tell you things for what they are. Um, and, he, and the training is just really, really, um, I don't want to say intense, because intense isn't always, you know, the best. But it's, it's exactly what you need when you need it, you know. It could be really hard sometimes, but, but you know, he tells you things exactly. Not, not, not what you need to, like, it's not, he doesn't always tell you things that you want to hear, but he'll tell you what you need to hear. You know, just, just so much respect for him. He's a big motivation to all of us because, you know, he's, he's up and grinding every day, you know, more like a fighter, you know. Like he has his troubles, his team his clients, his work, and, and all of that. And that motivates everyone, you know? So, uh, yeah, we're just really motivated to have a coach like that leading the team, leading the pack. This journey on, it's a fight journey. It, it's a hard path to take, but it sounds like you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I live for this. We're going to get to see you get back in the cage. LFA 89 UFC Fight Pass. How can everybody keep up with you on social media? You can follow me on Instagram, and that's where I post, uh, you know, that's where I'm mostly active for everything. Was there anybody else that you needed to thank, shout out to? I just want to thank, I want to shout out my sponsors, you know, Palestinian Hustle, Fancy Troubles, Ruby Shoes, the best shoes out there, tactical shoes, and new vitamins, and uh, that's about it also. And I want to thank you again for, uh, you know, for uh, for this interview, and I hope you guys enjoy my next fight this Friday.